Hello everyone and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are bringing you Transformers news from around the world and across Australia. This is episode 237. We are recording live on Saturday, May 22nd, 2021. We uh, decided to go a little, little bit later this week so that we could talk about Fan First. Friday, we got a new Shattered Glass bot, but even even bigger news, like it, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing we didn't go live last night, because today in Australia, this dude turned up in stores, where's my camera, this dude turned <laughs> up in stores everywhere, I'm holding Kingdom Rodimus Prime, we are going to talk about him tonight as well, all that and more is coming up in this week's episode after this. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a show that is happening and stuff. Uh, I am I'm I'm Jason. I'm joined this week. I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing this week. It's it's a it's a bit of a weird week. Oh, gee, what a surprise from every other week. <laughs> this is what this is what happens when we go on a Saturday night instead of a Friday night. Like I'm completely unprepared. I know I, I've um, broken out the Pepsi. Look out! Wait, wait 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 wait! Hold up! Hold up your Pepsi <laughs> glass. The, Brad, you can hear Bradley's voice coming to us from over in WA. The window for getting a call into Western Australia is very narrow, but hold that up closer to the camera, Brad, because you have, you've got a personalised glass for your <laughs> Pepsi and a beer, beer drinker's legend. You're drinking Pepsi out of a beer drinker's legend glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you heard a legend's glass. This is a legend's glass. <laughs> <laughs> uh the uh the the next the next thing of that is that there'll be a legend's ass but uh <laughs> you might just you might just be sitting on that yeah uh the other voice that you can hear cackling away in the background there is max coming to us from adelaide how are you going there max i'm well thank you jason how are you i am i am very well max is sitting noticeably lower than the rest of us in the uh just, in the and the, in the, in the, th the three up there we go Brad, do i just Bradley, lift that okay, up there we go that's okay. Bradley's going to slouch with you by the looks of it. So we'll see. Uh, now, now we're all very tall, very tall indeed. Very tall, very um, imposing. You know, very formal looking. Yes, very, very formal, very formal. Um, it's been a, it's, it's been a week since the last episode, guys. Um, I, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the cadence of getting an episode out every week. Um, I hope, uh, I hope you guys are as well. It's been a, it's been a quite a bit of news actually has happened this week um but i think we've broken it down to a man some manageable portions so we're gonna, gonna try and keep the show under an hour maybe a little bit over an hour it depends how yeah, excited good luck with that one. Gets about <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll see how we go um some notable notable things that happened this week anything uh anything anything for you guys over over south australia western australia Oh, that's uh that's a it's a, a big McNo there. Uh, nah. So they they say once they say once you have more than five seconds of radio silence, <laughs> like the answer is no. So the answer is no. Nothing notable happened. Over well, I, we, I was I've got uh, some news, go. but it's Twitch related. Uh, I reached a thousand followers yesterday. Fantastic! Wait, you were like Ow. you were like one or two followers off a thousand last time we spoke about this. No, last time I was one or two off nine. 900 oh fantastic well mm. 
And you're still you. you're still <laughs> you're still streaming every day, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, and that is at that is at twitch.tv slash groovy guy gaming, which uh, we will repeat for you at the end of the episode anyway. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, in fact, by the end of the episode, I might have uh, might have something more ready to go. Um, ominous, ominous message. Mm. Um, notable things that happened this week: uh, Victoria is in the grips of a supernova convention. <laughs> Was not not where I. I that, did, that didn't really end. That sentence didn't end where I thought it was going to end. But uh, yes, uh, the, first, the first supernova convention in Australia uh, since, I think, 2019. I don't think they happened. I don't think there were any in early 2020. Uh, the first supernova convention in quite a while is currently on in Melbourne. We have, uh, we have Simon Chambers, TCCA's president, and Jonathan Hawkins, our Vic State rep. They are down manning the manning the booth down in Victoria. We might we might get uh, we might get one of them on next week. I think to talk about supernova and talk about the con going experience and how things have changed after a year of COVID. Um, and uh, yeah, so so we'll we'll get a we'll get a bit of a convention report going next week, I think. And um, other than other than that, I think we should probably start some news. What what do you guys think? Sounds like a good idea for a uh, news show to talk about news. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from Vi Yonder? It's been a That's bloody a... big week out of nowhere, so let's get cracking. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a it's been a big couple of days, um, but yeah. So let's uh, let's put let's put the, uh, the the news screen share in. And so the biggest news of the week is that for the second week running, Australia has done it again. We have uh, we've come up with the world's first Transformer sighting. Last week it was the world's first sighting of Kingdom Leader class Galvatron, and this week from out of nowhere, um, big W stores in at least in New South Wales have started stocking Kingdom Commander class Rodimus Prime. Uh, this was especially surprising as we didn't think it was going to hit the stores until the big W toy sale, um, which I don't think is um, until a little bit later in. June Isn't possibly, it June first? Oh, is it June first? Oh, right. Weren't we talking about it like a couple of weeks ago? And I think you said June first. I don't know. Oh, I don't remember. No. I don't. I don't remember. I mean, like you're asking a lot for me to remember something that I said a couple of weeks ago. I say a lot. I say a lot of. Yeah, things. I know. Right. Nothing <laughs> constructive. Very, very, very rarely do I say anything constructive. Um, <laughs> However, uh, we do have we do have a couple of confirmed uh, leader class Rodimus sightings. Uh, they are coming from BW. We we awoke this morning to uh, we awoke this morning as we slept off the, uh, the 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 highs and the buzzes of Hasbro's Fan First Friday stream, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, news did reach us that uh, Rodimus Prime had been spotted in Big W stores and. So I went to Big W today and I procured my own Rodimus Prime. I think I think it's a prettier photo. I'm just just saying, um, except for the packing boxes and all the shit in the background. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, when I when I went to Big W this afternoon, they, the staff actually said that people have been buying it for the last two days. So it's been out there and people have people have been buying it and it's taken 24 hours for the news of its release to actually reach us, which is. Not great when you're trying to have your finger on the on the pulse of the Transformers community, 
but what can you do? Mm. So anyway, um, so Rodimus Prime is out there. He is $150 at the moment. We don't know if he's going to drop down to the $120, $125 price that Skylinks was at release last year at the Big W Toy Sale. Uh, but we will, we will find out in the fullness of time. Uh, this has happened a few out. times now, hasn't it? Where like the Big W Toy Sale specifically, like separate to all the other toy sales, That's Australia right. yeah. winds up getting some massive release like earlier than the rest of the world. Yeah, it, it happened with uh, happened with uh, Devastator in Combiner Wars. Yeah, that's uh, I'm, the one. I'm not sure if it happened. I'm not sure if it happened with Fort Max and uh, and Trypticon, the the subsequent Prime Wars of Titans. No, um, they were released in conjunction with a sale, and then yeah, um, I, I don't. I, don't I think, think we. I think we first. got them late. No, or, actually, or, or correctly. I did a sticker video for either Trypticon or Fort Max on YouTube, and someone said, how did you get that so fast? I said, well, I'm in Australia. And I oh. think they were in America or something, and they didn't have it there yet. Oh, well, it must have been one of the Titans that, one of the Titans that we, we ended up getting. Uh, feel, I think Predaking didn't really, um, Predaking didn't really uh, come here very much at all, in fact, I think. And, of course, um, Hasbro very famously made up for the early release of Devastator by not releasing Jetfire here almost at all. Um, mm. Jetfire still remains quite sought after to this day. However, if you're after another Commander class figure, Skylinks is still on store shelves. So I, I feel I feel like um, I feel like people who are into Rodimus and want to get Rodimus they don't necessarily have to run out and get him on day one. One, they could wait until the until the toy sale hits and the price comes down at Big W. Whether or not all the early mm. adopters like me will have uh, will have cleared the shelves by then is a, an interesting question. But I don't think he'll be trouble to get afterwards as well, um, given that given that Skylinks is still around. But by the same token, Jetfire can't really can't really be uh, gotten easily in Australia. So uh, you pay your money, you take your choice. Uh, so I made the decision today that uh, it's a it's a world it's a world first it's a world class figure it's a world first uh, figure sighting. Champagne. I went out, yeah, I went out and uh, spent the extra money to to get him, and uh, you know, all up, I am pretty happy with him. But uh, we will we will talk a little bit more about Rodimus Prime later in the show. We're going to stick with the news for now. Um, before we move on, does anyone have any any? Any questions or, or things about... Uh... I'm probably... like I told my friend, um, because he sort of, you know, works on the road and visits different stores. I said, keep your eye out for Rodimus, because uh, a friend of mine started him in Big W. <laughs> and I think, um, like, if it's being released now, there's a very strong chance it'll be completely gone by the time the sale comes along. That's what I'm worried about. Um, so a couple of things on a couple of things on that. So uh, first of all, I just want to put up this comment from Craig Seymour saying Rodimus is not on the Big W online shop yet. Shelves most likely at the moment. Yes, that's that's very true. Um, we've had a lot of people calling around shops today to ascertain whether or not they've got stock. It's about 50-50 whether or not they have him and will sell him to you. Some stores said that they won't put him out until Monday. Monday is not actually the start of the sale either, but. Um, Whatever, whatever ends up happening there, but um, and others may be holding him until the toy sale. I have had very little 
sleep because I stayed up last night to watch the the Hasbro Pulse Friday. <laughs> you nerd! I know, right? I, I know. slept Stanley <laughs> through the night. Woohoo! Nerd alert! Um, That's it. I do the same thing for different events. <laughs> uh, in fact, it's the second. It's the second time this week it's happened because I was up at three a.m. for Google I/O on, um, on Wednesday, Wednesday morning or Thursday morning. I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, it was Wednesday morning. Um, so yeah, I've had uh, I've had my sleep has been very disrupted this week, um, and it's Hasbro and Google's fault. However, what we got out of that this morning was pretty awesome. Um, we are looking at new Studio Series eighty six figures. None of them are too much of a surprise. We've uh, we've seen we've seen rumors and we've seen rumors, bargains, and lies about all of these figures. However, one of them is one of them is newly revealed and it didn't leak out, so um, we'll we'll continue going with that. So um, first up is the leader class Studio Series eighty six slag. Uh, sorry, I mean slug. Thank you. Slight slight, <laughs> con- slight controversy around the naming the name changing, but um, I think we can I think we can take from this that uh, slag's name is now officially slug in all media and uh, will probably never return to the use of the a vowel uh and ultimately you can call the toy whatever you want so um on the on the fan first friday live stream um they talked a little bit about the color scheme for this figure because he is his color scheme is a little bit different to his g1 toy doesn't have the doesn't have the black head um and uh so i think his legs are slightly different color and and things like that now they explained that what they've actually been doing, because the Studio Series line actually strives for screen accuracy, they've actually been picking colours for these toys from the newly restored 4K Blu-ray release, which is coming out. Um, well, I think it's on pre-order this week. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, sorry, no, they've been using the the five-year-old 30th anniversary release to to pick the colours for these guys, and. In Transformers the movie, uh, unlike the series and unlike other incarnations of the media, um, Slag's head is red. So, uh, hence his uh, his figure for Studio Series 86 gets a red head. Sorry, that's how, just how it works. We don't make the rules. Pretty um, sure his head was red in the cartoon too, wasn't it? Cartoon series? Maybe it, maybe it was in the cartoon. Yeah, I think the it toy, was. The toy was, the toy was definitely... Um, yeah, the toy was very... The cartoon. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> the toy was very different. Um, yeah, they did mention, like Jason was saying in the stream, that they did strive for cartoon accuracy, in, and then the, then they did show the G one toy in comparison. Yes, and they actually had the Power of the Primes version as well, just to sort of show that um, with Power of the Primes. That's right. They, it was Power they, of the they, Primes? They, oh well, yeah. So they, they showed the Power of the Primes version, and they they said, look, you know, with that one, we tried to do it more toy accurate. And with this one, we're going more screen accurate, so um, that's why that's why the colours are a little bit different. People have been people have been surmising that the the head on the leaked images was red because they were saving costs or anything, but no, it's just a just an issue of screen accuracy. Um, this is also the, the reason why his horns are white instead of the the red that uh, his original toy and uh, Power of the Primes figure has. So. Um, there's not much that we don't know about this figure. We've seen uh, we've we've seen this figure leak several times over the last couple of months. Um, I think he looks even more impressive in the official figures in the official photos than he did in the the leaked photos. So what 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 do you guys think, Bradley? Are you up for another leader class Dinobot? 
Uh, definitely. Um, I've been excited for this guy since we saw the first leaked photos like a couple of months ago. And yeah, nothing's changed. I'm still looking forward to this toy and still don't really give a toss or still don't understand why it's coming with a Daniel. It's a yeah. classic two characters that have always been associated with each other. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. All, all the lovable hijinks from the cartoon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All those episodes when Slag was a central character. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly miss the fact that this hadn't been officially revealed. Like, I, I thought this had been officially revealed because we, it had been leaked so many and talked about so many times. Mm. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was linked enough times that we like there was no question over whether or not it was it actually existed or not there was a like if it leaks once well maybe it's a fake but if it leaks multiple times in multiple photos and multiple posts it's like there's a good chance it's real right mm. so um so studio studio series leader leader slug is coming he comes with his blaster accessory as seen there and uh he comes with a daniel which is probably not that much use they did they did handily point out on the stream that um daniel is compatible with uh any of the mount points that were used for wheelie on, on grimlock which is not exactly the uh not exactly a priority selling point but um yeah. <laughs> What, what, what it, means, it means we can finally have Wheelie and Slag together. Yes. <laughs> and of course, there is a there's a bit of a, a, a look at his uh, look at his Dino mode as well. Now, I gotta say the part the part of this that really sticks out to me is the eyes, where there's there's mm. this um, really really nice looking translucent blue effect happening there, which I don't think I don't think Grimlock had happening on his. That was indeed the cue to go get Grimlock because Grimlock is not in front of me here. Now, at least Grimlock's iron, it's not very um, bright in, by, in comparison to uh, this photo of Slag we're looking at. Well, I will just say it could, it could also just be a trick of the lighting on this. Well, there's also, like, to me, it looks like Slag's head is hollow because it's, his eye is the same color as the backdrop. <laughs> so it's like this is a 2d image we're looking at the 2d slags has been popped there it's not 3d mm, yeah <laughs> yeah interesting yeah well um so uh yeah uh, as as we said we've we've talked about we've talked about uh we've talked about slug quite a lot uh another figure which another figure which we've mentioned before but i don't think we've actually seen before he, this guy did leak during the week, but I don't think we had him for last. Or did we have him for last week's show? I'm not nope. sure. Oh, there's, there's Daniel writing. <laughs> so, um, Studio Series 86 Rekgar is a Voyager class figure uh, embodying the Junkion leader in possibly his most screen accurate representation yet. Now, um, this is a this is a Voyager class figure. He has the the, the, obviously, he's got wheels because his alt mode is a uh, is a motorbike, uh, but he's also got the armor axe uh, that you can see in his in his right hand there. With uh, it looks like there's a, a spinning part on it, so that uh, so that the axe can actually spin. We have seen that gimmick done before on uh, on Rekar releases, but not quite at this scale. Uh, now, Rekar looks 
pretty amazing. I think there's been a lot of there's been a lot said about his design in uh, very in various circles in the last couple of days, because uh, the figure did did leak a couple of uh, a couple of days prior to the event. People have pointed out that they think he looks a bit like it, one of the the KFC junkions, possibly scaled down and uh, you know made a little bit to mass market. Um, what do you what do you guys think? What what do you what do you think of his his design? And uh, is is Rekgar a character that you think is going to make it into your collection? Um, Max, I don't th- I don't think I asked you about uh, about about slugs. Sorry, uh, what, I've, I've spoken Rekgar at length about slug already, but Rekgar, I'm thoroughly impressed by. Yeah, yeah, I this agree. is I I can't. Like, there's not too much complicated to say about it, really. I mean. Just because it's like uh, I'm looking at this thing and seeing he is, you know, just a G-run wreck car, and it looks really bloody good. <laughs> like, yeah, he he does. Uh, you can see the you can see the axe. Uh, unlike the generations figure, the axe gets mounted on the back of the bike here. In uh, in generations, it was the it was the spokes of one of the one of the wheels. No such, uh, no such case with uh, with uh, the generations. Uh, sorry, with the Studio Series eighty six version. Um, you can sort of see where where the transformation goes here because uh, you can sort of you, you can see that uh, Rekar's robot mode has these two packs on uh, on uh, that sit on either side of the back of the bike, and so you can sort of see the the chest is sort of flopping down, the legs are legs are sort of going up and connecting up to the shoulder so essentially it looks like Rekgar sort of flops over moves a couple of bits around and suddenly and he holds onto his front wheel yes yeah holds mm. onto the front wheel for dear life I believe it says here in my notes there's um, also if you look at his um robot mode you can see the visor or his windshield or whatever sort of behind his head yes yeah hey. yeah so 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 his um it's not uh it's it's not the case that his head actually holds the windshield that that uh, is there for his bike mode which you know would be beautiful what if it was but the scale doesn't really work for that so yeah mm. i just got to say i'm really looking forward to this toy i hadn't i hadn't seen the leaks before the um the fan first friday and uh yeah this is looking really good and i was thinking about it earlier i was like I don't think I've ever been in the same room as a G1 Retgar toy. <laughs> I'm like, I know I've never owned one. I've never handled one. And uh, this guy just looks amazing. He's a, he's a lot um, beefier, obviously, than the Generations monks. That was pretty slender. Um, he had a really cool look to him with the mow and everything. But uh, this just looks really, really good. And I can't wait for the inevitable one or two repaints and remolds of him. Possibly. Uh, coming mm. from Rob Franklin on the live stream, he says, yeah, I will be buying two of these. Let's go uh, Let's go to the next photo and we'll see why you'll be buying two of these, which is uh, screen, cha- screen cap from the live stream. Like every good Rekgar, Rekgar can ride himself in his alt mode. I'm just wondering what like- the, um, the wear and tear will be like if you actually rolled this like a bike because he's got spikes on his wheels. Not sharp spikes, um, but still little nubs. It's yeah, just... um, 
I mean, when you say wear and tear, like, do you mean on the surface that he's rolling on? Yeah, go, or on the <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, you know, those things might wear down if you if you roll it back and forth on and your some desk. some of those tractors that down farmers used to crash up rocks, you know, it's just... <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually wonder how well it rolls because, like... Knowing knowing how knowing how most figures are constructed, that's probably hard plastic, right? So there's not going to be, there's no real reason as you push that, as you push that forward, uh, for the spikes to move. So, uh, I, don't, I don't know. However, um, our our, uh, our erstwhile producer, actually not erstwhile, our, our lovely producer Brad is watching from his uh, camping trip, and he says he does ride across junk. That is uh, that is very true. It's a very good point. True. Um, our kitchen tables are not exactly the uh, not exactly the uh, surface that Rekka no. is used to riding on. However, <laughs> um, he is definitely he's he's definitely like the most screen accurate Rekka that we've ever seen. Uh, the G one figure was absolutely not screen accurate. Uh, the Generations figure was fantastic, and I'm I'm very fond of that mold, but it was completely completely not based on his actual cartoon appearance that figure came around the time where they were reimagining a lot of these characters for uh for the the generations lines and and, and some of the video games and beyond um this this looks uh, this looks amazing he looks like he's just stepped out of the cartoon the fact that it's a retail figure is even more impressive to me and i gotta say his uh i i, I want to go back to i want to go back to this photo here um I thought that uh, I thought he looked a little bit depressed here because like his 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 gun nipples seem to just be pointing down, um, but uh, on here they seem to be pointing in all sorts of different directions. I'm sorry, his what? Now, his gun nipples. His Tommy right, gun titties. Just double checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I mean, he's not a fembot, right? Um, yeah. But um, yeah, but like I actually like let's let's talk about let's talk about the. Uh, let's talk about the the geometry of gun nipples, right? Like, it actually looks to me like they stick out and can be posed. <laughs> like, it, it's almost like a little joystick, you know? Possibly. Um, now that I'm looking at the robot and the bike, the sort of our screen right one the nipple on the bike and the robot looks to be sort of tilting down the same way so maybe it's mm -hmm. just to maybe it's just yeah. to like you know you can move them around so it look like he's made out of junk or something maybe know. maybe <laughs> uh, uh del victor's commented on the live stream saying articulated nipples sold uh Brad what if you're going to be able to fit Brad um blood, huh? I was going to say Brad is looking for an episode title, and that might be the episode title instead of Gun Nipples, but we'll, we'll see. I just wonder if you can fit blast effects onto him. So, well may you are, well may you ask, and <laughs> I did actually see someone on Twitter say that they think they are gun a blast effect compatible because most of the blast effects aren't five mil ports, but they mm. are they are three mil ports. So. You might be able to get some blast effects onto onto uh, Rekkar, uh gun nipples, articulated gun nipples. So yeah, and that's. I was just going to say. Remember also in the cartoon there were female junkions, so it's going to be pretty apt if we get a repaint of those. 
<laughs> well, so, so there were, but like not all of the Junkions had the same equipment that Rekgar has. Uh, so yeah, I, I think if we do get, if we do go for the uh, inevitable, if we do go for the in, the inevitable repaint, I say inevitable because I, like, I can't really be, can't really be quite sure that the, it will be inevitable. But um, mm. uh, if there is, say, a generation select repaint or something like that, um, I would imagine it would probably end up being a bit of a remold. So um, he would. It would not be obviously Rekgar repainted. He'd probably have a different head because Rekgar's the only one with the, the flowing moustache and goatee. Uh, and probably have a slightly different chest design. But, yeah, I just remember the the, um, the, same. the two repaints we got of the Rekgar generations were like Rekgar was orange and the two Junkions were sort of like a red. So maybe they can do that as well if we if they do go for the Junkion route. Yeah. Yeah, it could do. Um, now the final the final figure that was revealed uh, this morning in the uh, in the, ha the Hasbro Fan First Friday live stream was a Sharkticon. Now we have heard that Sharkticons were going to be coming to Studio Series eighty six. We don't we didn't we didn't necessarily believe them, but look at this fella. This guy is a <laughs> this guy is a deluxe class figure. So he's the largest Sharkticon that we've had in years. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna get out there and say it. He's also the cutest Sharkticon that we've had in years, and also, I feel like this Sharkticon owes a bit to the unique toys Sharkies. He's got the stumpy legs. He's got the sort of the the, the wide open mouth with the little head in it. I yeah. I reckon. I reckon he's. Uh, I reckon he, Hasbro might have had some uh, third party uh, Sharktons sitting on the table brad has uh come into troop build on the youtube stream and uh he is absolutely correct because they said that this guy is intended to be the army builder for uh for this uh for this um this set if he's the army builder is that why there were only three there's only three uh toys in this upcoming wave so everything's just going to be shark to connor I think it's possible that they'll pack a lot of Sharkticons. I think, I think they learned their, I think they learned their lesson with Titans Return Nor that uh, people like to buy a lot of Sharkticons. But um, I think it's also possible that other figures will be packed in the wave with these guys. We don't, we don't necessarily know if these are the full, consi full consignment. So this is only one deluxe and one Voyager and, uh, and one leader figure, uh, but. Historically, you've often been able to get two leader figures in one wave, um, uh, two, uh, two multiple voyages, and um, multiple deluxes. So, I think it's possible that there'll be other movie figures packed in with these guys, just not eighty-six movies. Yeah. Let's take a look at Let's take a look at Nor in his mega cute sharky mode. Look <laughs> at that! Look at that! It is a it is a it is a two-legged death machine. It's really it looks well done, done too. It, it looks, looks amazing. What were you yeah, saying, Matt? It, yeah. It, yeah, it's just really well done. It's got this very, like, purpose-built look to it. If that makes sense, certainly does. Certainly like, does. yeah, it, it looks like this artificially created thing. It's, it's yeah. just cool. I, I feel like I feel like they've actually captured the deadness of the Sharktacon's eyes perfectly with the the color they've put on there. Um, but uh, so, uh, actually, I'm just, I want to go back actually because um, I wanted to bring this up when we were talking about Rekgar as well. Um, the paint 
on the paint applications on Rekgar look very, very specific, right? There's um, there's the spikes in the tires. There's all this detail around his lower legs and and things like that. This, so they're definitely they're definitely going out there and they're not afraid to use paint on these figures. And that also is apparent when you look at Noir. Uh, like you can you can see all the little bits of detail that are, there's uh, there's highlights on there, um, and you can see there's that there's this. Uh, there's a lot of these areas where there's this glossy blue paint that's been used, like the horns and his, his feet. Uh, the feet that the bot mode is standing on the pit, they look like they're molded in that color, but there's all these little highlights and the like red and yellow around the place. And of course the eyes as well. Like there's, there's a lot of paint on these guys. There's a lot, lot to love about them. Now, um, accessory wise, uh, Gnaw comes with a blaster, as you can see. And like most of the Gnaws that we've seen in the last uh, last couple of decades, his tail can detach and become a mace weapon. Big difference with this one is that there's actually a hinge in the base. So uh, when, the, when the tail detaches, he's got a five mil port on there, so anyone can hold it. And there's a hinge in the base, so it can, uh, it can flail around, going, going all over the place. Um, so this is the first time we've seen Nor. This guy did not leak. Um, his existence leaked. We knew that we knew that Nor was coming, but we didn't really know when. Um, what do you guys think, Brad? Bradley, are you into Nor? I am, but at the same time, I was sort of lucky when uh, Titans Returns Nor came out. I sort of found I think three in a shop, and then I got a fourth one with the Pit of Judgment. So I'm. I'm sort of umming and ahhing if I need to update my Sharpticons. Uh, at the same time, I wasn't—I didn't actually use the Titans Returns gimmick in Nor. You know how you could fit like a Titan toy in his jaw. Mm, yeah, um, I never used that. Um, this looks to be—it looks to be built to look like a Sharpticon and not fit in some sort of tacky gimmick. So I'm definitely interested to see it. At the at the at the twenty nine to thirty five, maybe a little bit more uh, dollar price point. Um, I feel like I, I I don't feel like I would want to army build him, but like I already have a lot of Sharkticons, and I did see someone uh, I did see someone in the chat today say that uh, they were they were looking to buy I think five of the Titans Return Sharkticons, and they were going to buy one of the Studio Series Sharkticons to function as their leader. Yeah, that I think, that'd I think be that a good idea. Fun. Yeah, King Sharkticon. So like even so given given that you've you've already got a little army of shark guns, so you could get to, you could get, get this guy to be their leader. Yeah, I can get one out of um, curiosity because if I remember the um, Times Return one, it only came with like the mace weapon, which was solid cast. I don't think it came with a blaster. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and there was also the fact that they were sort of used in silhouette as Quintesson enforcers, and they were bloody huge. So this is probably the closest we're going to get to that. I think so. Yeah. Um, mm. The 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 I, I think the Sharkticons will pair up really nicely with uh, Hot Rod, with Cup, um, and and of course the Dinobots as well. Uh, you know, basically anyone who is in that scene in the movie will do well with them. You could even feed the wim the the, the wimmer, the wheelie that comes with Grimlock. You could feed the feed the wheelie with Grimlock. Uh, you could feed that wheelie to your Sharkticons and uh, never have to worry about him ever again. I think the Quintessons will also become a lot meaner with a few of these in their pit of judgment. 
It's, uh, that's also true. Note, note they did come with a, a repaint of the Titans Return one, which scales all right. Like, this will be a bit too big for the Pit of Judgment. But, yeah. uh, you know, you never know. The next the next pit might be uh, might be a little bit uh, a little bit larger. Mm. So I think I think it's fair to say that all three of the Studio Series 86 figures revealed overnight get a big tick from all of us. Yeah, I'm yeah. suitably impressed, impressed across the board. Yeah. This is some really good stuff. I my my feeling is that they won't be especially hard to find either. Um like Studio Series 86 bots have been all over the place since December in Australia. We did have a we did have a slightly early release of them. Gosh, we've had a slightly early release of other figures this year as well. So Galvatron <laughs> last week, Rodimus this week. Um, the chances of us getting these guys out first at the moment could well be could well be pretty high. We'll we'll, we'll see how they go. But uh, I don't think they'll be difficult to find. So. You know, if you're if you're tempted to run off and pre-order them, you know, you, I mean, you you could pre-order them. They are actually up on Amazon. We've said several we've said several times over the last few weeks that Amazon Australia is indeed the leaky ship of uh, of Transformers listings. Guess what? These figures have been up for pre-order on Amazon Australia for a couple of weeks now. So if you if you do want them, there's an option to go get them there. I feel like if you were to wait for them to actually hit retail, you might well be able to take advantage of some uh, price matching or some sales um, and possibly pick them up a little bit lower than retail, which is probably what I'll end up doing. Shall we move on? Indeed. All right, let's talk a little bit more about the Shattered Glass set. Uh, Overnight, Hasbro revealed the third figure of the uh, Shattered Glass set which is Starscream. Starscream, the Heroic Decepticon. Yes, you heard that right. The Heroic Decepticon, the Megatron's second-in-command who is always heaping praise and praise and saying nice things about his comrades, which is a very un-Starscream thing, which is why it's the Shattered Glass version. So uh, this guy is a Siege retool, or well, not so much of a retool as much of it as a repaint. In Shattered Glass, Starscream takes on Jetfire's colours and pretty much is, is kind of his personality as well, which is uh, which is why he's uh, he's a fantastic white and white and red with the blue canopy in the in the middle of his um, in the middle of his uh, his alt mode there. Uh, as I said, he is a he is a Cybertron mode Tetrajet, which means he's a repaint of the Siege mold. We thought maybe they were done with that after the Netflix Sparkless Seeker, but nope, there's still life left in the old girl yet. Now, one difference with this guy is that he does come with, and if I can just move to the next screen, he does come with a sword that the uh, the Siege Tetrajet mold does not come with, similar to the. I want to say I want to say it was the uh, the Megatron. Uh, the Shattered Glass Megatron figure, where they actually um, molded up some new weapons for him. Uh, this guy comes with a, uh, comes with a, an Energon sword, they're calling it, and it actually breaks apart into two pieces. Now, uh, as it breaks apart into those two pieces, you can actually see that uh, there's some additional additional uh, attachment of the weapons underneath the wings of his jet mode. Um, so yeah, so they they become Energon sabers. Uh, they sort of become the blast effects for him. They pretty much do, yes. Yeah, that, I, I just right. realised that they have the figure posed on literal shattered glass. 
Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta say, I've actually been, I've actually been really impressed with the, the detail that's gone into Hasbro's product shoots lately. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, the, the Studio Series eighty six bots, they're all on this really, really nice. Um, it looks like it's, so it looks like it's glass panels, um, mm. sitting underneath them. Uh, slugs probably a little bit easier to see. I really, really liked that effect. Um, I think it's um like the the arc diorama that was released by third party set because if you look at the bottom of the picture it looks like a thick plastic yeah you could you could be right there maybe maybe it's not glass but it's actually uh yeah it could just be a piece of plastic you're right um so i'll just go back get back onto the story that we're actually talking about i don't know why my, <laughs> i don't know why my keyboard commands have suddenly stopped working but like Oh, See, Jason, I, I thought this time I'll do you a solid and I won't actually bring out my um, original Shutter Glass star screen. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't have that one. He does. <laughs> Thank you for the icon. I beg your pardon, Max. Sorry. Sorry. I just said, what do you guys think of the idea that the. Um, that, what do you guys think of the idea that the swords might be a sort of homage to Armada Starscream. You know, a sort of more morally pure that, version it, of the character. It, it sort of, well, it actually sort of makes sense uh, given given the time that Shattered Glass began at, that maybe maybe it is actually uh, referencing a weapon from the original mold of the character. Uh, I'm not sure what the original yeah. mold for Shattered Glass Starscream is. If only someone had it and could actually bring it out to tell us about it. Would you like me to go and get it, Jason? How long will it take? Uh, probably a minute. Sure, why not? Let, let, let's right. let's let's pull up Shattered Glass Starscream and have a look at him. From from memory, I think he's um, I think he's actually a a fairly large figure. I think. I you, uh, was it was it the Cybertron mold? I I think it, I think it was Cybertron. Yes, yeah. I don't know if that one came with a came with a sword or not, but um, well, anyway, th anyway, this one comes with a sword. Looks pretty cool. Um, I noticed that Hasbro's photographer loves to take the the um, null cannons off the seekers at, at the moment. And yes, yeah, so I'd like him to hand. stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a personal anyway. request. Please, please don't do that. I mean, when has Hasbro's stock photographer done anything that we've asked them to do? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, this is like a this is a new higher standard for them. Yeah, yeah, it's possibly true. Um, while Bradley is busy uh, locating Shattered Glass Starscream, uh, Rob has commented that I can see many fans buying this figure for the sword and giving it to Siege Jetfire. That could be an appropriate swap, given that he's got uh, he's got Jetfire's colours. So, <laughs> The sound, the sound that we, uh, the, the sigh that we heard there, that that noise was Bradley coming back and settling back into his chair. I'm gonna give Brad the, uh, I'm gonna, gonna give Brad the solo layout there. Um, how is your uh, shattered glass Starscream looking there, Bradley? He's looking pretty good. Might he be a little bit dusty. He does look good. Does he have a sword? Um, no, he's got two little switch blades. Well, that's all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. In fact, in fact, can you can you give us a close up of those? Because they they're the ones that slide out from the uh, the back. Of that. Yeah. Right. So I think that I think that actually is uh, possibly what the sword that splits apart to become two different blades actually is uh, possibly homaging. Oh, well, because yeah, I guess because it's mounted on the wings, hey. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think that's a that's a, a that's a good uh, a good thing to say. All right, um, you can put that away now before my jealousy and uh, like overtakes me. Ah, where's remember the, you've got right away. Where, where's the button? I'm just gonna. Like, there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, yes, uh, Bradley's right. I have Rodimus until Monday when Bradley will get his own. Um, <laughs> anyway, look, look, I'm. I've said I've said several times I'm in. For Shadow Glass, I've pre-ordered this again. You can pre-order this on Amazon Australia. I think he's about fifty-eight dollars, which is uh, pretty good for a special edition Voyager uh, Voyager figure with extra bits. Um, yeah, fan, look, looks looks fantastic. Um, what, what do you what do you guys think, Bradley? Are you going to be updating your Star Scream, or will you stick with the one that you have? Uh, I'm going to stick with the one I have, so you've got ample chance to uh, get one for yourself. But just look at this robot mode. I'm sort of wondering where his second blaster is because he had two in his tetrajet mode. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I think that might have fallen victim to Hasbro's stock photographer. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Also, um, what what was the price for Red Wing? Uh, Red Wing, mm-hmm. being a Gen Select, he's probably about fifty or sixty dollars. Uh, he did come down quite a lot in recent times so i think he got a reissue say red wing is cheaper or more expensive because like you said this guy does come with a sword uh red wing's pretty much unavailable at the moment so uh, that will drive that will drive the price up um there was a there was a there was a, a there was a ton of them hanging around toys r us hong kong until there was a sale last year and then they all disappeared (laughs) Uh, well i'm glad you're finally going to be getting uh some official additions to your shattered glass shelf jason oh i'm 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 really glad to be uh i'm really glad to be seeing these new shattered glass figures i'm 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 totally there for them uh just a just a reminder that the rumors uh, so when the first blur uh, when the first blur was revealed, we did say that the rumors said that there was going to be a Megatron and a Starscream. There's now a Megatron and a Starscream. Same rumor said that we're also going to get a Goldbug and a Jetfire. I do have the Shattered Glass Goldbug toy as well from the, <laughs> the old Botcon set. So when we get pictures of that, Remind me before we go live to get him from the shelf. <laughs> All right, here. I, look, I think it, I think they'll probably reveal it in the next couple of weeks. Um, we'll, yeah. we'll see. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, Shadowglass Starscream. Uh, as I said, he's up for pre-order right now on Amazon Australia. If you do want to go for him, did Max say if he was getting him? Max, are you getting him? No. 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 Okay. No. There we no. go. There we go. <laughs> and as uh, and um, Nathan Ashby has just just pointed out, uh, Genselect's Red Wing is at Pop Culture for sixty dollars. But that is Pop Culture, so you can probably get it much cheaper elsewhere. Actually, I haven't really seen it in stock anywhere for a while. So um, if Pop Culture's got stock, then cool. There's probably a reason why they have stock if it's that high a price. <laughs> well, he's a, he, I mean, he, he's a he's a Voyager, right? Like the recommended retail price is fifty dollars. He's a Gen Select, so he's a bit of an exclusive. Sixty dollars yeah. is pretty good for him. Hmm. I we mean, do, you know, I do know the prices are going up this year too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I won't be getting this guy, but I'm glad that people that have been familiar with Shattered Glass for pretty much all of its existence 
are finally getting a chance to own these toys, and I think these toys really do look great. I agree. I think that I think they look pretty great. <laughs> mm. Let's move on. There is uh, one. No, there's two more stories. We we might we might cut that down to one story. We'll see how we go. Uh, Generation Select Artfire has not been officially announced, but has leaked in images, and he's gone up for pre-order this week, uh, based on uh, based on uh, images released from In Demand Toys, a UK-based retailer. Now, um, Artfire is a repaint of Inferno slash Grapple with a very, frankly, hot color scheme that's sort of half white, half red, uh, and there's some some black joints in the limbs there. And uh, he is a target master, so he also comes with a uh, battle master with some blast effects as well. Um, Artfire is one of those one of those uh, figures that we've been waiting a really long time for. Ever since we saw Grapple in Wave One of Earthrise last year, we figured that there was going to be an Inferno. We figured that there would be an Artfire. We sort of hoped and held our breath, but it hasn't happened yet that there might even be a Hauler, the the green repaint in all of this. There still could be a Hauler at some point in the near future, but for now we've got leaked images of Artfire. Now. Um, are, have either of you guys picked up Inferno or Grapple? I do have uh, Grapple and I am on the lookout for Inferno. Mm -hmm. mm. So does that make you uh, likely to pick up Artfire? I'm, I'm not too sure. I mean, I'll, I might get it just to keep the mold the same because I've got the Million Publishing Artfire. Mm. And... It's a very nice figure, that, though. Yeah. So I'm thinking I might just keep that art fire as my art fire because I think the art fire character was a double target master, at least the toy, the milling publishing toy was. And I think this one's just got the one, or is there a second one I'm not seeing? No, I th I, so actually that's an interesting point. I think I think it's just the one, but it is interesting that he does come with two sets of blast effects, isn't it? I think that's because his little friend turns into a double barreled. Yeah, oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, see I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so yeah, anyway, he, anyway, he is a he is a, a target master. Comes with a couple of blast effects, uh, the usual appendages and add-ons, um, and uh, I I gotta say, I've resisted picking up Grapple every time I see him, and especially because he's still in stores. I went into a Maya store today. What's the, what's the guarantee? There's always going to be a grapple in Maya. Like I think for the next five years there'll be Earthrise grapples in Maya. But having mm. picked up Kingdom Inferno, uh, I really like Kingdom Inferno, and I feel like uh, I feel like Grapple is probably one that I'm going to have to get because I'm probably going to get Artfire as well. Well, I can easily say that with Inferno they improved on the faults that were with the grapple mold, so you might yeah. still experience the faults with the grapple mold. Yeah, so uh, yeah, because he's been sitting there since those faults became apparent. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I, I would obviously have to file down the the peg uh, to make sure that it doesn't break when he when he's transformed. Yeah. But yeah, um, I reckon he reckon he looks pretty great, um, especially that uh, very obvious piece of blue tack under his right foot. Thank you for whoever took those photos. <laughs> it was very nice of them. At least they kept it obviously they didn't photoshop it out but they're being honest it's like yes we <laughs> yeah, use a piece of blue tack they owned it and added it to the added it to the mask on the image 
<laughs> so um yeah so gen select artfire i i think is another it's, it's another gen select that i'm gonna have to go in order um i'm yeah really happy with it i'm also actually really happy to get some nice light blue blast effects instead of like weirdo weirdo colors it's just it's nice to have some sort of straightforward blue yeah but i mean at that price point though it's gonna be pretty pi pricey blast effects <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Also, he comes with. Does he have two hose hands, or is that other one on the side meant to be for his um, ladder in truck mode? Um, I actually think the I think the one that you see on the side there above the target master is actually shown equipped in this photo, because uh, it's I think that's the thing that's clipped onto the side of his head. And in oh, yeah. in in truck mode, I know this from Inferno. Uh, in truck mode, it can attach to the front of the ladder there. Okay. Yeah, it, it can it can actually attach onto a lot of different places uh, with, with this mold, but um, yeah. Actually, does the Inferno toy come with those little hose accessories or not? Yes, yes, he does. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That I think so. I think we we might we might call it quits on the um on the news stories because we are coming up to about fifty three minutes. Uh, I would like to talk about acquisitions. What are, what have you guys got for acquisitions this week, uh, Bradley? Do you want to go first? I got this from my collector's cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I, I I haven't got anything new, my friend. My friend um picked up Huffer for me during the week, but I haven't collected it from him yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Looking forward Huffer, to getting it though. Huffer is Huffer is also one of my um, one of my favorite favorite pieces, and I gotta say I had the I had an amazing an, an amazing revelation in the uh, the video call on Wednesday night. That was that was Huffer falling down my desk. I'm gonna try and do this without like leaving the full screen share. Um, Huffer's gun, Huffer's gun looks amazing. It comes with this little slot underneath that you probably can't quite see because the camera wants to focus on me. If I move myself, oh my god, I'm like a TV weather girl. Okay, so <laughs> uh, on the under the front of Huffer's gun, there's this there's a, a, a slot there, right? Yeah. If you stick your fingernail into that slot, Huffer's gun splits in half. Splits in half and becomes the sides of his truck. So, yeah. Um, there's been there's been a lot of there's been a lot said about whether or not Huffer's actually like a dump truck or anything like that. But yeah, um, these these pieces it's like completely not referenced in the instructions. You can split the gun in half, and um, they will attach onto the sides. So where he he comes with his little claw tray, which I don't know where that is. Um, I didn't know with... that. I because um I've seen I saw a video review and the first thing they did was you know. They took the sides off and clapped them together, and like, there's his gun. I didn't realize it wasn't referenced in the instructions. Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't think it's referenced in the instructions. I, I haven't looked at the instructions in a really long time. I, I, <laughs> I should probably look at them. But the fact that people, the fact that people were looking at it and just going, "Oh, I didn't know it did that," I think means it's not in the instructions. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, Max, have you uh, have you acquired any new items for your collection? I have a um, bit of a different one, uh, purely because I, something I looked at a while back, I was looking at it a while back, skipped over it, um, and it popped up on Facebook Marketplace. So I have a Titanium Sunstorm. 
Oh, oh nice. I think I, I think I I think I saw that I think I saw that come up and I think I saw you you bidding on it, yeah. Or, or um messaging about it. Yeah. I so did. what are your, what are your uh, thoughts on Titanium Sunstorm? Well, it's a figure from two thousand and seven. And it's engineered like a figure from two thousand and seven. <laughs> but I love yeah. him nonetheless. That's Is good. It, do, do you love him because you love everything Sunstorm? I mean, yes, but that's, that's beside the point. No, <laughs> Every, everyone no, likes I, their stickers. I just want to just want to get a uh, get an, get an idea around what we think about him. So yeah, no, yeah. Uh, like the, the, the Titanium series, I've had no experience about until this point because everyone says they're kind of awful. Um, in in a way, he is kind of awful, and that he's just like <laughs> very lacking in engineering and very floppy joints and all that stuff. Um, but just the, it's a very nice design. It's a good representation of that Warwin design. Um, yes, true, because you know, he, he is actually a War Within uh, bot, so he's designed after the comic appearance, isn't he? Yeah. And then, like, the paints, the paint job on this is really nice. Like, lots of little details here and there. Like, everything's covered in paint. Um, and, and there is a certain appeal to it, um, the die cast figure. You know, it gives it this nice heft and a sort of premium feel to it certainly does even you know after about a decade and a half of the paint's fallen off <laughs> it, it is still a very nice feeling figure to have and like yeah in, engineering wise it hasn't held up in the slightest but as a product of its time it's a really nice little figure and like one i'm i am glad to own it just looks nice too it's so I, th- I think i think a lot of us look at a lot of us look at like generation one figures from the eighties and we will excuse a lot of things with, well, it's a product of its time, but anything that's made after like the year 2000, we expect to be like an engineering masterpiece. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I, think I'm like... I think it's fair to say that, you know, things from 2007 are indeed a product of their time because, uh, engineering practices and, uh, design and things like that, they were all different back then. Uh, yeah, even, even just in like, 14 years things have changed so much in the industry um the the engineering that we got on our figures these days is just it's a it's a level above the stuff that was going on even a few years ago yeah like this would have been designed 15 years back right like it's yeah yeah, you can't really expect it to be like what we're getting on the shelves now it's you know you sort of you you gotta appreciate these things for what they are like that's the whole principle you know people who still pick up the unicron trilogy figures and all that it's like, yeah, they're not going to be up to par, but if you can appreciate this stuff, as a G1, you know, everyone collects it anyway. And because it's G1, you know, and we all sort of go, oh, it's G1, so it's not going to be particularly impressive. It's going to be a block with the old bits. But I think, you can, I think you can get that same appreciation from more recent figures that aren't up to modern engineering standards you can still look at them as a piece of a franchise history. And I think you have, I think you absolutely can and and should in fact like things things should be considered in the environment in which they were created. I just want to put up a comment from uh, from uh, from Rob saying I'm surprised the siege mold hasn't been recolored for a sunstorm figure. There is the yellow seeker from the rainmaker set but that is not sunstorm. Um I don't know who I don't know who it actually is. That it's one is Nova Storm. Nova Storm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, like I am, I'm also actually surprised that they seem to have rested Sunstorm for a while. Um, 
Sunstorm, I think the last Sunstorm figure that came out would have been uh, one of the Generations figures. I don't think it was one of the exclusive ones, but it would, would have been one of the Generation Seekers. We've had Siege Seekers and Earthrise Seekers in the last little while, and we haven't... Um, so we haven't say, what's your Generations Sunstorm? I'm sure there's a Generation Sunstorm. There's, there's 31 of the things. Like they've, done an act, they've did an Action Master Thundercracker. Like I'm sure they did a, a Sunstorm. Uh, I was, was going to say... I thought the last one I saw that was an official one was the Masterpiece Starscream repaint. But that was like a decade ago, I think. Now the I feel like that, the, feel like that was about the same time, actually. So that's probably the most recent Sunstorm, because the classic the Generations one was on the classic Seeker mold. Hmm. Like the, yeah. the old Deluxe one. Yeah. And uh Rob, yeah, Rob, Rob point out, Sunstorm has appeared recently in the IDW comics. So it could be gearing thank up you for a new, new figure. Yeah, maybe. Thank you for reminding me to catch up on the RDW comics. <laughs> I, need to, I need to read more than the first couple of issues of the uh, the, the new RDW universe. So yeah. Um, Why don't you tell right, us should, what you've got this week? Shall, shall we do? Shall we do this? Um, let me. Let's um, do it. All right. So let's see him. I Thanks have, for watching, have, everyone. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bradley's about to rage quit because I have a figure that he doesn't have, even though he's even though he's taking great delight in rubbing my face in his uh, shattered glass star screen for the last 10 minutes. Um, so I did go out today and I did get uh, Power of the Power of the Primes. Goodness me. Uh, a Kingdom, Rodimus Prime. Uh, so I have assembled a little uh, a little bit of uh, a photo essay as I unboxed and uh, and set the figure up tonight so uh, if you're sitting comfortably then we will begin so I um, am sitting comfortably Jason thank you for asking very good uh, my cat my cat was very very uh, happy with uh, the addition of Rodimus Prime to the house as, as you can see he was very very interested in the box even going so far as to not look at it which is the surest sign that a cat is interested in something yeah, uh, that is the the front of the box, and that is the back of the box, uh, which does identify thirty four steps to transform Rodimus. It's slightly more than a uh, a deluxe or a Voyager class figure, despite his stature. He is he is about the, the height of uh, of Earthrise Optimus Prime, but uh, yeah, he's a far more complicated figure to transform. Uh, once you, once you remove the tray, you will be finding these little plastic dots around your house for the rest of the fucking year. So. Um, do be careful when you uh, when you unpack it. Uh, the instructions are the instructions are slightly thick, and for some reason I got a black arachnia card because you know like I spent $150 on a toy. Goodness knows Hasbro can't create a, a card just for it or something like that. May, may as, you may as well get a card for a character you're never actually going to buy, Jason. At least this way you can say you own something from Beast Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Uh, let's move on. So, uh, so this this actually this actually shows you what you get in the box when you when you take that tray out of the box. Everything's very unceremoniously just sort of jammed in there and tied down with the uh, with the nylon ties. It's um, it's a little bit. Uh, it's almost off putting when you when you take. Yeah, it so, that's quite messy. Was it was it like rattling at all? Like was anything slipping no. about? No, huh. everything everything was very secure. Um, yeah, so. The, the the bag with the blast effects pieces is also tied in with a tied in with a, a nylon tie as well. So yeah, um, and there's just some close up on, close up detail on the ties that are around it. Sorry, that's I saw um, 
I saw Prime versus Prime's review of this toy a couple of days ago, and he was saying he doesn't understand why there are so many ports on the inside of it, like uh, Battle Master yeah, ports. We're we're, we're going to get to that. I also okay. um, I also have a, a similar thought. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this is this is everything that you get in in that box. So um, you've got the you've got the trailer, you've got the Rodimus figure and his sword weapons, blast effects, smoke effects for some reason, and his little mobile battle station gun turret thing, uh, which I don't really have anything better to call it. So that's it, a mobile battle station gun turret thing. Gun turret thing. Mm. Uh, there's a bit of a bit of a close up look at the at the car. Uh, the car that uh, as, as it comes straight out of the box there and um, there's the car combined with the trailer and doesn't it look hot he's actually it's actually a really long vehicle at this point um, yeah I also really like how Rodimus Prime like the car itself you would swear it's just hot rod yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah, the, like the G1 toy is just like like if you can imagine like the canopy from this picture that we're looking at just attaching to the trailer whereas this one we've got like a whole standalone car that's right now we have an answer to a question that we posited last week which was can you raise the um can you raise the cockpit on this car and the answer is not very well uh there is a hinge there but the hinge has actually a lot going on in there and so it doesn't really like you raising the canopy of the car i thought that hinge was so you can get the back of it up so oh. the hinge, the back is on the hinge, but the back also oh. rotates, and the the front is on a hinge as well. But you can't raise yeah. the front until the back is up. So yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I know. So you can't you can't have him in this mode and open up the canopy. Yes, that's right. Oh. Uh, so a question from uh, Nathan saying, do the exhaust hinges support the trailer when open? Do they just let uh, let the trailer halves fold down? Uh, so these parts do actually hang down. So uh, as you open the trailer, I don't have a photo of that, but as you open the trailer, uh, these parts will remain perpendicular to the ground. I don't know that they actually support it that much, but that's just uh, that's just where they where they are when the trailer is open. Um, Let's uh, so let, let, let's move on there. So if we do want to talk about blast effects ports, right? They're not they're not necessarily like blast effects ports, but they are five mil ports, right? Mm -hmm. Should we count them? Should we count them? There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, because that one counts still. Eleven, twelve, thirteen on this side. And if you look up up the top, there's also one visible on the side there so that's 14 per side so that's 28 29 30 31 32 33 34 35 36 37 38 39 is that 40 that? in the middle or is that a swivel maybe, maybe it, is. it looks that's like it looks like much, it it's it is a bit much and i think i miscounted this because i tweeted that there were 38 earlier <laughs> but, um, <laughs> my my excuse is that i was drunk so doesn't really matter. Fair enough. Um, that's a lot of five mil ports, right? I don't think I have that many five mil accessories. I don't think I've got that many that could actually plug into this so close together. I mm. just flat do not understand why there are so many five mil ports on this thing. What does the? Oh, I guess the gun plugs into the circle part. We're gonna get to that. Okay, because no, I was just wondering because um, 
Yeah, because I can see... I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's all right. Well, we're going we're gonna to get to that. Um, so, well, may you ask where the gun plugs into, right? And uh, surely with so many so many ports on the ground, the gun must... The turret must uh, plug into a lot of ports. Uh, so here's the news. Uh, there's one... Actually, there's two 5mm ports on the gun, and so they're essentially optional. You don't really need to use them. Yeah. I don't know what don't know what you meant to do with all of these all of the ports on the on the the trailer still. It doesn't make any sense for this. Um, um, I did, however, find the accessory tray. Yeah. So so there's a nice little accessory tray underneath it, and uh, the matrix glow effect that we saw with uh, that we saw come with hot rod has been updated for use with the matrix that comes inside Rodimus Prime's chest and. Uh, has its own little connection uh, thing here. So there's a there's two little prongs that fit in there. And of course, just for good measure, there's two extra 5mm ports. I don't know what the <laughs> hell is going to go into them. So when the trailer is closed, uh, there is absolutely no room to have anything plugged into those holes. That's right? Uh, so you can plug the matrix glow in here. And so you can keep yeah. it in there. Um, yeah. you can see the, the ports on the left are slightly raised. I don't know if you've got something that's really small and has like a really small five mil port, then maybe it can. No, I mean on the, like the larger interior of the larger trailer. Mm -hmm. So if oh. you've got the cannon in there mm. and you close yeah, it up, is there any room? Let's talk. Let's talk about that. There's, there is no. There is no room. Also, just on, on this, I just want to point out that um, I believe that's how it's meant to work, right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, as uh, Jason working at Hasbro confirmed. Yes, yeah, that's right. Uh, also, also, let's talk uh, about the fact that some of the ports, some of the five mil ports are trans, like not transparent. They're just straight through. You can, you could pass something through them. Maybe that's maybe that'll be useful for some play pattern that we haven't really sort of envisaged yet. Maybe there's a like a connection, a connection hose from like Optimus's trailer or something. But um, I, I find I found that a little bit odd. The other thing that I found odd is the fact that there's this black smoke effect. <laughs> that's kind of gross. It's kind of yeah. it is kind of gross. It's kind of as if Rodimus was foolish at the petrol pump and accidentally put unleaded into his super tank. <laughs> or, or vice versa, or, or something like that. And I um, see on the uh, exterior here, mm -hmm. at the bottom, we've got more uh, holes. There's more five mil ports. Yes, that's correct. There's, and that's the same one as on the inside there. There's more ports. Yeah, there's, there's ports galore. Uh, so again, there's so the the black smoke is also on the other side of this bot. And just in case you're wondering, yes, they do fit onto the onto the the pipes on the uh, on the cab figure as well. But it just it just looks gross. It looks like it looks like Rodimus has uh, decided. He's got to more ports on him too. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He's got ports galore as well. <laughs> wow. It just looks. Um, it, it makes him look best, ill. Like he's sick. The best bit. So the, these two ports here. The very first step in transforming them is to flip this hinge down and connect that to that, so that these ports are useless. <laughs> anyway. Um, there's, so there's also two more ports on the back that you can plug like rocket boosters or something into. That looks pretty know. cool. Yeah, I, I I captioned this picture and I, I hope that you I hope that you enjoy my caption for this picture, Bradley. I, I captioned this picture. Whack it in turbo barge. 
Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah, there's. I, I found something to do with some blast effects. Now this is. So let's talk a little bit about the cannon turret gun thing. I don't know what it's actually called. Um, when you are putting it into the trailer, this is how you secure it. There's a tab. There's not. It's not a five mil port or anything. There's a tab that you lock it into, and then you know. close the trailer around it. Guess what happens when you do this? It remove it unpegs. No, but the trailer just won't close. Yeah. <laughs> What's if it's just not enough room? Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, there's, it's just it's just not quite enough room uh, room for this. What, for this stuff. Like, so, yeah. what? It's just too big. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's like one <laughs> millimeter too large. Um, oh man! So what's like, the solution? You have to take the take it out and mount the weapons platform on the top. Which is all, I mean, like, it's pretty good. Like, no one will see it coming, but yeah. Um, and also, I, 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 I made this one where uh, Rodimus is slapping the roof of the car, just going, this thing can fit so much matrix of leadership in it. This, this bad boy. Um, as you will notice at this point, I have actually transformed Rodimus by the time I took this photo. I didn't take any in-progress photos of the transformation. You don't know, really need to. You can just follow the instructions. There's his, uh, there's his robot mode. Um, Very nice. He's got, some, he's got some really nice chunky feet, so he can he can uh, pose probably. And I really want to make special mention of the hands. Mm. The hands are really actually quite special. So he's got he's got joints in his knuckles. So first of all, he's got an independently moving moving index finger, so that he can he can point and you know bring me the head of Galvatron. <laughs> but it all but also. The so that on the the rest of the fingers, which is traditionally just a single piece that moves, they're also they've also got this joint through, but they just move as one. Now what that means is that he can actually he can he can actually articulate his hand up to a fist, or he can open it out and he can wave at people. <laughs> now this is actually this is a this is a masterpiece level hand, right? Yeah. Like this is this is better than we get on Masterpiece figures. The hand is actually really impressive here, and I really hope that this is a sign of things to come. In is this more lives. impressive than, like, the original, original Optimus Prime? Because I remember that had, like, a separate index yes. finger and three fingers. Yeah, it, it, is, it is more impressive than that because that kept falling off. And also, do the hands um, rotate at the wrist, or...? Uh, yes, yes, the yes the the hands will rotate at the wrist. Because um, um, the, the thumb doesn't move though. I think I saw someone uh, had this, and they got him in the "This is the end of the rule, Galvatron" yes. sort of pose. Yeah, so yeah, so. You, you, you can definitely do that with him. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So like, like I said, the 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 hands are just really really something special um i'm actually i'm actually really glad that when i've taken these photos and i've, I've put them on twitter and on facebook people have actually picked up on this and just go wow they, those hands are great um there's just so many options to them i mean if you're not going to get fully articulated individual fingers this is this is pretty much the best that we've had that you know is, is close to that mm. very I'm, I'm very very happy with it and I, i'd really like to see other figures um 
other figures doing it. You can also actually see if I if I take this back here, you can sort of see how his arm transforms and sort of pieces wrap around. So um, the so the the arm the arm actually like in vehicle mode the arm is like stretched out straight and then the this red piece here actually extends well beyond beyond the hand to form the the side of the vehicle. So there's quite a lot of clever. There's quite a lot of clever things that go on with this transformation, but they're not, they're not, you know, un, they're not unearned. Um, like they're they're pretty straightforward and they're pretty easy to understand how you move them around. Mm. So, yeah, um, so so there's 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 Rodimus with his uh, his mobile gun turret thing, and I gotta be honest, the the gun turret is less impressive than I was hoping it would be. Um, it's very light. And so, like this photo here looks pretty good, but it's really like the the the, the gun turret is almost just hanging there. It's uh, it's all it's almost not really in. It's not it's not sort of it's not sitting there with him grabbing it. He's sort of holding it up. Ah, did the um? I was going to say, did you ever own the G one Rodimus toy? Um, I did. Yes. So I can't remember with that toy. Can you remove the turret, or is that stuck in the? Um, cab. Now that I can't quite remember. I feel like it might be stuck in the cab, but I can't. I'm not quite sure. The thing that I remember mostly mm. with that toy is the shield parts detaching and getting lost. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Also, I wanted to ask with this Rodimus. So those clips on his chest—is that where the canopy attaches into? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, no, we, we were wondering this last week. Uh, I think, uh, was it last week or maybe it was during the video chat this week? I said, it looks like Rodimus has a bit of a beer belly because of the way that this goes. But yes, that's... So you can see his blue canopy is behind his head there. And yep. yeah, that, that will sort of hinge up. And yes, that's where it clicked in. Okay. Because yeah, I just... I really like how Studio Series uh, 86 Hot Rod has like a flat, flat chest. And this guy actually looks like... Not only in the face, but also in the chest, he looks like he's sort of matured, gotten bulkier. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. He does. It, he does. He does look more grown up. Yeah. It really reminds mm. me of a sort of studio ox aesthetic, like with the yeah, sort of very clearly defined line work across the body. Yeah, I, I think I think we've seen I think we've seen a few um, studio studio ox homages come out, sort of in sort of almost in secret in the last few years there's there's been a few things that have come out and it's like yeah that's not quite as as it was in g1 but it's more more of a studio locks reference um that, yeah i I, th I think i think you're not off base with that i was gonna say is that um bit of dark red on rodimus's arm is that on his arm or is that on his backpack which part are you talking about? See, um we got like his tire and the shoulder and then beneath that there's that dark red that part, oh, this part, this, this yeah. part there, yeah. that's actually, I think that might be part of his backpack because the arm, the arms okay. are pretty much a clean line down there. Because I, I was um, going to say, so it's um, like a pretty solid, like same red. Yes, it's just, in red? it's just in shadow. In fact, uh, okay. in fact, I can, um, I can put myself up on the screen here and I can, I can show you this a little bit better. Um, so yeah, so as you can see there, it, de it definitely is, uh, it definitely is backpack that you were looking at. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So something else I do want to point out, which I, I didn't actually take a, take a photo or too closely. Um, 
the the wheels actually lock in mm. um so the, the wheels actually there's a, a part that lifts up and uh they they slip into that slot and then they lock in they tab into place so that they don't you know sort of spin uh spin out under you know, uncontrollably it's um that's a nice little touch uh, it is it is a really nice little touch and th this is the thing that people keep saying about the about the uh the commander class figure and the commander class price point is that you end up with you end up with a more complex figure like you can you can put you can put hot rod and you put optimus um side by side which uh, i say that now because oh look there we are like you can you can see the difference in we, we in can't and optimus oh no you can't because i didn't put it up <laughs> You can see. Oh, nice. You can also see that I've actually slightly mistransformed his left leg there, and all the times that I was taking these photos, I was just like, "Why does he keep leaning?" And I figured it out eventually, but too bad. Um, <laughs> and uh, this one, this 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 image is uh, dedicated to the, uh, the the my lovely friends over at the uh, Triple Takeover podcast. He said, "If it doesn't shake hands with Optimus Prime, it's not a real transformer." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, he, de he, he can definitely do the handshake with Optimus Prime, especially with his, uh, his hand articulation on there. Did you take yeah. any photos of the Matrix? Uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't actually. Uh, now that you now that you ask, I didn't actually open up the, the chest and get them out. No, that's, a, that's all right. Let me see if I can. Um, let me see if I can figure out how to do this in here. Oh yeah, actually, you know what? It's it's actually really easy. Let me um let me put myself back up there. So yeah, the so. The uh, the chest compartment just flips down, and uh, there is there is the matrix. Nice. Actually, one thing um, I wanted to ask was um, I saw like one video uh, review and it so, said. So I just before we do that, yeah. I just want to point out like I just I just like I closed that up and like listen listen to this. Like there's a very nice. satisfying click. Every like so much of this figure clicks and tabs into place and is held in place really really securely. It's really, really nice. I like. I really appreciate it. That was actually something that I found possibly a little bit lacking with uh, with Hot Rod. Is that Hot Rod feels a little bit flimsy, whereas this feels yeah. extremely sturdy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, you you were going to ask a question? Yeah. With the uh, back. <laughs> I saw the video review and it, it mentioned something like his vehicle mode has very little clearance. Is that true or? Uh, like he probably, had like a great it, it, tab. It, it, it probably is true. Um, the 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 one thing that I noticed uh, when I was looking at him in vehicle mode is that uh, the the wheels have very little space between them and the and sort of their um their enclosures, and the same is probably then true under the vehicle. There's probably very little clearance as well. Yeah, because for some, uh, I, I thought maybe like the video reviewer had it maybe mistransformed because it looked like a very obvious sort of gray peg between the two front wheels and also um the sword of primus does that drag on the ground when it's stored uh i didn't store sort of primus on it i'll have to put him back in okay. robot mode back in uh, i'll have to put him back into car mode <laughs> later on and, and see how it goes uh, uh so i do have the, i do have the sort of primus here is that is that this a desired design? accessory of yours or you're indifferent to it i don't care <laughs> i just saw it because i thought it was something in the comics wasn't it so i thought maybe you would like it or something yeah so so let, let, let's talk about where the sort of primus comes from right 
So you said yeah. you said it's something in the comics. You do you know which comics it's from? Uh, IDW more than meets the eye. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the comics. No, so apparently it's actually from the um, the Transformers Regeneration One comic. Now this was the continuation uh, of the Marvel comic series that IDW did. So Marvel's Marvel's G One series ended at issue eighty, and then IDW picked it up with issue eighty one, and it was set like twenty five years after issue eighty, and Earth had been destroyed, and blah blah blah. And um, I don't remember the sort of Primus in that series at all, like. I remember a lot of other stuff, not that. Yeah, I don't. So I don't, it wasn't I don't like the sort of promise at all. It, it wasn't it, like it didn't... plot specific. It wasn't like a Maltese Falcon or a MacGuffin or anything. I don't know. I can't I don't remember. remember it. And like the end of that series was such a mess. Like it started off really well, but then by the end it was a whole bunch of like mystical stuff and like it's just a bunch it's, of assorted a... nonsense. It's the problem that I often find with Furman's work is that like this this stuff ends up going too big and too galactic by the end of his uh, work in order to draw things to a close. And like I just like I, I lose track of all the details. I can't follow it. Like 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 I said, I don't remember the sword of Primus. I kind of don't care. Like it's not it's cool. not enough to get you flicking through Regeneration One. <laughs> I could. Um, I'd have to fire up a device with Comixology on it to do it. Um, oh, okay. Which, like, I, can, I mean, I can certainly do it. I just... Pff, I don't remember him getting the Sword of Primus. I barely even remember Rodimus being in it. <laughs> like, I don't... I don't know. Like, you're asking a lot of me. Well, it's just, you know, I'm the Beast Wars guy. I thought you were the comics guy. You know what, mate? Yeah, but I not those I was, comics. I thought I was the comics guy as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um anyway look that's uh so so that's kingdom rodimus prime i i, I hope you've uh, i hope you've enjoyed like an, an extended 25 minute look at the figure which yeah. is what it's turned no, into i, 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 I do feel apologize. like we'll do it's worthwhile though because like it literally just showed up today out of nowhere so not many people look, like, have a look at this thing so not, not not many people have it because it is in fact a world first um, yes, it, it's it's it hasn't shown up in other countries yet. It probably will very soon. So yeah, um, look, uh, I think I think with that, I think we probably need to we probably need to bring things to a, a bit of a close. Um, we might we might get under ninety minutes. Yes, if, <laughs> we, if we go if we go now because we're we're at one hour and twenty six. So if we go now, we need to finish by one one thirty. No, you got club stuff to do. <laughs> no, there's only, a, there's only a couple of bits of club stuff. One of which is, uh, yeah, so Supernova is on this weekend. We will try to get someone on who is actually there to come and talk to us about it next week. And uh, next week, TCCA will be at CollectorCon in Sydney. Um, come by. We'll have some figures on sale. Uh, there's some Netflix Wave 3 figures. They're not in they're not in Kmart stores yet. We don't know why. Uh, they'll be on sale at our stand. Uh, some Gen Selects and some Kingdom figures as well. Um, and uh, the following month in June, Supernova is coming to Sydney, and so we will be aiming to do something, something at Supernova Sydney. I don't know if it's going to be as grand as Melbourne because I don't have all the glass cabinets and stuff that the the Melbourne boys have. So just, you know, temp, temper your expectations. But we should definitely have people there with a table with some Transformers on them. 
I was going to say you had you had a you had a another acquisition this week, didn't you? Of a glass cabinet. I did have a glass cabinet, yes, and that is not going to supernova. Do you know why? Because <laughs> it had to be dismantled huge. to bring it here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's huge. Um, so yeah, it, as much as as much as I like the idea of uh, taking cabinets to displays, like my problem is I don't drive. Right, the guys in Melbourne who have the glass cabinets, they have they have cars and they have trailers that they can take these things around, and I have to rely on the kindness of others to get me to conventions. So, yeah, oh, come, come. so do you have the cabinet yet, or is it being delivered to you? I do have the cabinet. It is not installed in this room yet, but hopefully it will okay. be by next weekend. We'll see how we go. Cool. Oh, believe me, like when when I get a glass cabinet and everything installed, like I'm going to update the display and I'll take photos. So uh, <laughs> it, it will it will be well known that it's happened. Um, yeah. So um, that is that is it. We're gonna we're gonna try and bring this to a close at uh, one hour thirty, like uh, Brad like Bradley said. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you're watching along, and a few people have been, so thank you very much. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Uh, you will find links to these stories and more in the show notes. If you want to get in touch, you can find us all in Transformers Collectors Club Australia, or you can get in touch with the podcast on uh, the Australian Transformers Weekly page on Facebook or on our website at Transformers Weekly. Podbean. Dot com. Uh, the, we are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers donating their time, effort, energy, and sometimes even money to make the club better for everyone. Our goal is to connect Transformers fans around the country. We do it by engaging the collecting community, and that is what Simon and Jonathan are doing out at Supernova at the moment, talking to people who like Transformers and getting them to come and join us. You can find more information about the club and benefits of membership and how to show your support for what we do at TransformersCCA.com. Heading off world, you can find Transformers CCA on Twitter at TransformersCCA. We've given the Facebook info enough. I am on Twitter at JM77 and Bradley is on Twitch at GroovyGuyGaming and he's got a thousand followers. So congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> and... Um, so uh, remember I said uh, I said earlier I might have something ready to go by the end of the uh, thing. I'll just put that up there. Twitch.tv slash Groovy Guy Gaming. Um, I actually did have that ready to go at the start. And I didn't realize, but um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so URL is on the screen now. If you uh, if you want to follow Bradley on Twitch, so um, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Please do. And that is all from us. Uh, we will be back with more Transformers news. Look at this rate, hopefully next week. I don't know, maybe maybe Australia will have another world first by next week. Maybe we'll have Studio Series 86 Wave 2 in hand next week. It's prob- prob- probably not, but like, we'll see. Um, that is it. And uh, yeah, thank you everyone. Thanks for watching. And uh, we will uh, meet you back again in the fullness of time. Mm-hmm.